Welcome to Magic and Ash. If you're sensitive to any content whatsoever, whether you're some sort of ethnic group or you just don't like Hitler, you better turn away now. I'd like to talk about one of our newest sponsors. It's Hygerna. They are a maker of the Plan B pill, and they decided to sponsor us. So go out and get some Hygerna. Fucking make some mistakes. That's what life's all about. Yeah, so basically what you do, you've got to be able to fuck your woman to sleep. But if you can't do that, then the makers of Hygerna have brought a brand new element called Obsnoxia. And if you slip this to your woman, she will have a massive orgasm and fall asleep instantly. That way in the morning, you can make her breakfast with the Hygerna in it. And no harm, no foul. I heard Obnoxia. One in uh, two patients got violently vomiting sick. So Obnoxia, it could either make you violently sick or give you an orgasm. So flip a coin. Either way, she's going to be passed the fuck out. She's either going to explode out of one end or the other. What it adds up to is she's going to wake up hungry. And that's when you feed her... Damn it, I forgot the name of the first pill. I'm drunk. Then you slip her the Hygerna, and everyone wins. Thank you, Hygerna. My eyes are red. I've been burning. I've been burning. the reason why. My eyes are red. I've been Welcome to Magic and Hash. My name's Tim. You might know me from Aethercast. My wife used to say, Oh, hey, I have saggy boobs. Or, oh, I look fat in this outfit. Please give me a compliment. And I'd say, Hey, you got great eyesight. And joining me from Cast from Exile, who do we have? It is I, the gutter guru. You are my devout disciples. Welcome to some more magical, hashy awesomeness. It's Saturday night. So we couldn't get John Holland because, as you know, he's only available on Mondays as we usually record. But tonight he has to impersonate his mother in her bridge group. You know, it's a very serious commitment. And as you know, he impersonates both his wife and his mother previously on Magic and Hash. And joining us, the host of Aethercast and the Chef Boyardee of Kraft Cheese and Macaroni. The guy who puts two slices of bread around all the love that he feeds his 15 to 19 kids, Matt Hoover. What's up, everybody? And that is actually like 27 to 32. Uh, last I checked, so you're a little bit behind there, Tim. I forgot that you could probably get a baby out every eight months if you pop one in right in the oven right away, right? And then you C-section? Well, that cuts so a couple weeks? Yeah, so C-section, they can't be breastfeeding. And after the C-section, like, before they even get stitched up, you have to bust a load into where they're going to stitch up, and then after they stitch it, you bust another load in, and it's like instant impregnation, man. You should write a book. You know, I, I have dealt with many illegal situations, so 
the Matt Hoover Chronicles. Busting a nut so you don't have to. Busting a nut because shit's all fucked. <laughs> Matt Hoover had another baby and the doctor said you can't have sex for five weeks. And he said, what did the dentist say? <laughs> So the doctor was like, it, it's like six weeks, supposed to, yeah. And I was like, sorry, just did. And he was like, oh shit, you did, you're right. Oh, damn, well, don't do that again for a while. And I was like, in about mm, seven months. That's awesome, Matt, that your wife can let you sit at home and and play video games all day and then every once in a while feed a kid or two or whatever. When I remember. That's great. I mean, you got a situation made. Do you rub her feet or do you just put out every night? Yeah, I just like show her my wiener and she's like, yeah. Sorry, ladies, he's taken. Do you start smashing again after seven months because you're trying to induce labor prematurely? Like you fuck the baby into her and then you fuck it out of her so that you can fuck another baby into her to keep your supply? So basically the way it works is I have to feed her a constant supply of sperm. And I do that during the course of her pregnancy because that helps soften the cervix and help her contract and yeah the fun stuff right they're like oh i need the dick and then you give them the dick and then they're like oh i'm having contractions i hate this and i was like but you like it big then they're like oh yeah true oh baby there it goes yeah you gotta just keep reminding them yeah remember remember here let me show you again yeah yeah there you go that's awesome Try to go after Paulo Vitor Damaderosa. Paulo Vitor Damaderosa. Facebook, he does not allow new friends. It says, like, you can follow him. I'm like, yeah, that's great. But how can I fucking troll him if I'm just looking at his pictures and shit? Twitter, bruh. Do it. It's all about the Facebook. I'm old-fashioned. I still update my, my MySpace every two days. <laughs> Yo, I logged into mine the other day, and I actually had it. And I was like, oh, look at all these people that, damn, I got old. Aww. And then I go cry in a fucking corner. Magic and Hash is huge on MySpace. Hit up MySpace backslash Magic and Hash. <laughs> yeah, bro, you remember fucking Tom? Tom loves Magic and Hash, bro. Tom is friends with everybody on MySpace. You had no choice but to be friends with that man. I tried to block Tom one time, and fucking ninjas came to my house, but they were like fucking futuristic ninjas that had swords that were made of fucking pure lightning, dude. And they were all like, unblock him. And I was all like, but I don't want to be friends with Tom. I don't even know Tom. They're like, unblock him or I'm going to fucking chop your head off with this lightning sword. And I was like, fuck it. Fine. Damn. Are you talking about Curtis Riddle? You know what happens to gate crashers? They have to match wits with the Riddler. That guy's a real piece of shit. Dude, let's talk about Curtis Riddle. So what's his deal anyways? Does that guy even play magic? What's magic, guys? Like, are we talking about like magician doing like... No, it's what people play in between Pokemon games, Matt Hoover. Oh, yeah, all right, gotcha. So, Matt Hoover, besides being my former co-host on that podcast, uh, I can't really remember the name of it at the moment. Limited Resources. uh, Oh, Higher Standards. 
he was on higher standards with me and that sexual <laughs> wank pheasant fucking Jason Roscom. Mario. Jason Roscom. Jason Roscom. Jason Roscom. But anyway, Matt Hoover turned me on to one of my favorite decks of all time. And the only reason I still play modern, Restore Balance. Bro, and I gotta tell you, like, I fucking love playing Restore Balance. Restore Balance is the perfect deck. You get like a bottle of delicious red wine, Chardonnay. If, if you're into that, you just fill up a big ass glass. And you just sit there. You can't play it like face to face with a person because it's too sad. But if you get on Moto <laughs> and you go to like the just for fun room and you're all like, yeah, I'm going to play Restore Balance just for fun. And people are all like, what the fuck, bro? This is the just for fun room. This is not fun. It just it feels good, man. It feels great. John Holen. I heard that he was in a vicious car accident. His foot got lodged in somebody's ass and he actually wasn't in a car. He was in a meeting. Figure that one out. Don't make me break my foot off in your ass! Dude, John Holland works in mysterious ways, bro. He's like a walking ballista. With a fucking armadillo cloak on. Because you can make him a zero zero. What? Yeah, bro. And then also Micaeus the Unhallowed. But I guess I already talked about that previously on Magic and Hash. Previously on Magic and Hash. Sid's going deep. It's really not hard getting any color with affinity anyway. Fuck it. Five color affinity counters. You could play Micaeus the Unhallowed. That's an infinite combo with walking ballista. That's pretty good. We'll build Legacy Wooberg Affinity. Oh, no, we got to make it vintage so we can also put Workshop in there. We now return to Magic and Hash. You know what really grinds my gears? Fucking Lawrence. I, I was over at my ex's house the other day, and her computer was up, and guess what was on there? It was a picture of a cat. And I have a feeling Lawrence is fucking texting her pictures of cats. That motherfucker is trying to get even with me by fucking my sloppy seconds, dude. But sloppy seconds are awesome, dude. He can finger bang her all he wants. I don't really care. Dude, I hear you, man. Lawrence is not to be trusted. One time, him and I traveled back in time to 1920s Austria. I want to take a minute to mention something. You might know PewDiePie on YouTube. He's a YouTube streamer who streams video games and pop culture content. He has 53 million subscribers, which is nearly twice that of the next most viewed streamer. He made some political statements with cartoons portraying Nazis, and Disney and Google has dropped PewDiePie from all contracts, and YouTube said that the content was satirical yet in poor taste. It's still within their guidelines and didn't remove his videos. That being said, Magic and Hash will not, will not have any Nazi content on our show. And we want to stay within the lines of anybody who wants to listen to us. 
And now back to Sid's story about Lawrence. Juani's Austria, and uh, we went to an art school of one student, Adolf Hitler, and it was a Jewish-owned school, and he drew dicks all over Hitler's paintings, but they were circumcised dicks, and that caused Hitler to gain a very large hatred towards the Jews. So in a way, Lawrence is responsible for the Holocaust. You know, that's actually what I heard, because Hitler's my great-uncle. I'd believe that, Matt. I mean, there's really no stretch there. And they told me he was the He's like, man, there's this guy drawing dicks, man. If he had just drawn fucking foreskins on the dicks, I think that we could have fucking prevented this whole disaster. But because he drew circumcised, beautiful, mushroom-shaped dicks, I don't know, man. Like, it just triggered Hitler and fucking put him in a homicidal rage. These are historical facts, man. He was super chill, man. Like, we'd go to these family gatherings, you know, these lunchbox or whatever, and he was just a happy guy all the time. Oh, my God. He was... He was a happy guy until Hudson Hawk broke in and stole his piece to the crystal. A pig is an animal with dirt on his face. His shoes are a terrible disgrace. He's got no manners when he eats his food. He's fat and lazy and extremely rude. But if you don't care a feather or a thing, you may grow up to be a pig. And all the monkeys are in the zoo. Every day you see quite a few. So you see, it's all up to you. You could be better than you are. You could be swinging on a star. You got the horse head? Just got out of jail yesterday and I'm robbing an auction house. Let's go, huh? to make lead into gold and fucking Hitler's like oh no I lost my fucking Da Vinci painting with the piece of the crystal in it and what the fuck is gonna make you pissed off more than that you know what I mean probably nothing probably I don't know man I don't know if y'all knew old Adolf like I did he actually started this organization because everybody you know the word Nazi kind of got a bad rap so he was like I'm gonna start this place called Hydra and he ended up actually burning the shit out of his face and somebody started calling (laughs) Motherfucker, the red skull, bro. Show yourself, coward. Red skull. And so we have come full circle, Captain America. Nazi sounds terrible because it's like, oh no, not Nazi, you know. But why don't we call them Scherzies? And then people would be like, oh, they sound pretty positive, you know. Let's let them into our house. Well, see, that brings up that, that brings up a really good point because it's spelled N A Z I, but he totally meant it to be not C, like N O T. Next word S E E, because he was just gonna go around poking motherfuckers' eyes out. Who wouldn't want to do that? Why do you think (laughs) Hitler chose lantern control as his deck choice in modern? Well, we all know it's because Birthing Pod got banned. We all saw that video. He was pretty pissed that Taxian Probe got banned as well. Oh, he was all about probing motherfuckers. Yeah, for sure. Wasn't he also pissed when Bloodbraid Elf got banned? No, he was cool with that. Brian Rommel was pissed. It's it's hard to... I always get Hitler and Brian Rommel mixed up, too. It's really, really easy to do. <laughs> you know, WWE had a pay-per-view last Sunday, the Elimination Chamber. They're not allowed to call it the Elimination Chamber in Germany, though, because of the Holocaust. <laughs> That's actually true. <laughs> Jeez, I'm going to fast forward through some of this. I didn't realize how bad it got. Um, 
Yeah, we did a song about Hitler there. Ooh, jeez. God, every time you have Matt Hoover on, we did another Hitler song. We Every time you have Matt Hoover on, it's it's pretty wild. Damn, we've been talking about Hitler for 10 minutes, guys. <laughs> we can go. I really on. feel like this is like the most offensive episode of Magic and Hash ever. We shouldn't have gotten John to be on the show. We should have gotten Matt. We would have offended way more people than Matt. <laughs> I've just never, I've never let Matt talk on a podcast that I've been on with him before. And now I'm kind of glad. Well, that was Ryan. Like, Ryan just never actually shut fuck up. If we had Matt Hoover on our cast from the start, our Facebook group would look totally different. There'd be a lot more like sheets and burning flags and crosses and shit. Bro, that's fucked up. I don't burn crosses. I'm not all about religion, man. You should know that. Oh, man. Dude, the meat truck came by today. You guys ever fucking bought shit from the meat truck? So, are you talking about like the one with like the pictures of steaks on the side? Or like that fucking garbage-ass Schwann thing? It's a car that with a bunch of hookers that drives from street to street. Well, actually, it's a fucking, it's a fire truck, but all the firefighters are like sexy stripper firefighters, so then you pick out which one you want. And they give you a lap dance, and then they're down the road onto the next satisfied customer. So, Sid, you saw them, what, three or four times today? Nah, but I bought a fucking big-ass box of salmon, like, fucking probably four pounds of salmon for 40 bucks. Pretty sweet deal. Bro, you're paying 10 bucks a pound for salmon? That's terrible. Bro, it's fucking wild caught. Oh, catch. I go catch mine at the store, too, man. You want to go wild caught because of all the Fukushima radiation in the sea, man. Oh, Sid, you're trying to, like, enlighten the room when you're turning the lights off, right? Is that, is that what you're going for here? I'm trying to make it to where my fucking blot is glow in the dark. That way it's easier to clean off your mother's back in the dark. Blah, blah. I mean, like, she had black lights just for that. Dude, I miss Matt's mom. That was a thing on that show, um, Higher Standards. Are you sure it wasn't, like, that other one? Uh, Soulbot. Heavy metal? Heavy metal? Ethercast. Oh, heavy meta? Welcome to Heavy Meta, your source for magic news, entertainment, and comedy. I guess if you were still around, we'd challenge you to a fucking comedy off, but fucking peace out. Oh, heavy, it's heavy I've never metal. listened to that show. Yeah, I, I listened to it like once, and it was like a 30-minute intro, and I was like, holy fuck, uh, why, why do people do this? I listened to it once because back when I still liked Angelo, he was going to be on it, and then when he was on it, fucking Aaron Campbell came on, and I was just like, ah, I fucking hate this shit. Aaron Campbell. Aaron Campbell is so gross. I know. I think that every day when I log into my homepage, which is Aaron Campbell's podcast page, I'm like, why do I have this as my homepage? And uh, it, I just have a violent reaction every morning when I log in. <laughs>
So what did this Aaron Campbell do to you? Like, why does he make you so mad? Well, it's just because, you know, everybody's so accepting of Aaron Campbell and Aaron Campbell is so fucking elitist and just like not accepting of people. She's so intolerant and it's just really shitty for her to be like that considering like what I consider to be preferential treatment at this point because she's not a good person. She's a shithead, but people are still really nice to her and she's really over. And it's not because of like how a heel should be over because they have heat and people are attracted to them because they disagree with them. People are attracted to her because they think that she's so brave and so witty, but she's really just mean and kind of like a tool. That's why I don't like her. You think somebody who wants acceptance so much would be more accepting but she is very sensitive, super like, ah, fuck them for saying anything like that. In retrospect, I'm sure she wants people to have a sense of humor about a lot of situations. I'm sure she wants people to be accepting of her. Wait, 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 wait Tim, 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 You keep saying, like, she and her. There's two different people. There's there's Aaron Campbell, the lady, and the Aaron, Aaron Campbell, and it's a guy, the son to the Campbell's soup fortune, and that guy's a cocksucker. That's what Campbell's soups are. Mm-hmm, good. I mean, shit, man. It's harsh. But I mean, uh, the official stance on Aaron Campbell is that Magic and Hash does accept her as a female. Look, if you're going to be identifying yourself as whatever, we're living in an era where gender can be whatever you want it to be, and that's a personal thing. And it's not on us to fucking hate on you for being who you are. Just be yourself. That shit's fresh. Unless it's being a fucking dickhead. Her gender has nothing to do with it. Gender, whether she's a dude, she used to be a dude. But You don't know that that's true. <laughs> Let's say... That's not the point. The point is that she, as I will recognize her because that's how she recognizes herself, is a fucking dickhead and can kiss my balls ew gross sid but not in a sexual way just in a fucking completely disrespectful way like i would want to be doing a lot of jogging and then possibly some yoga that way i fart a lot or maybe even like some jujitsu because i know like if you ever did wrestling or jujitsu you fart a lot when you do that because the pressure on your stomach That way my balls are like extra rank and then she can kiss them. And that fucking rank ball smell will linger for at least fucking 48 hours. Ouch, Sid, Jesus Christ, going hard on her. I think we should pick a new trans role model, I guess, a new trans person to take the lead. And I would like to vote for Emma Handy. I think Emma Handy. down-ass chick. She's cool as fuck. She's funny. She's got a good sense of humor. Trolls hit her up on Twitter, and she fires back funny shit. And I think if there's going to be an ambassador for trans in Magic, I'd rather be somebody who's more accepting or even killed. I've always been a fan of Feline. High Tide legend Feline Longmore. Feline's old school. You know, Feline's trans, and she plays uh, High Tide. She's one of the best High Tide players in the world. I don't really know much about High Tide, but just somebody that shows up and has that kind of commitment 
to a deck and kind of has like a brand. It's like when Mark was talking to us a couple episodes back, talking about how players have a brand. Like Feline has a brand, and I think that she is an awesome representative for trans in MTG. There has to be a sense of humor in anything, all right? Now, a lot of trolling that we do, this or that, poking fun at pros, it comes, sounds harsh, but it, it's all just kind of recognition, dude. We're putting their name out there. It's almost like a tag or a light fucking punch in the arm to one of your homeboys. I think Aaron Campbell is humorous. Like, I'm not saying Aaron Campbell's not without redeeming qualities, but the fact that she's so fucking elitist because she's basically been put on a pedestal by this community, it has gone to her head and she's become a complete dickhead about it. I don't know, like, maybe originally she was cool. I came in kind of late on the Aaron Campbell thing. She was doing the deck tease at the time. It was around the time Theros came out that I was starting to figure out about her. But just right away, I was like, this is not a cool person. This is a fucking nerd, not good brother. Actually, there were some good episodes of the deck tee. She had some good guests on there. She had great guests, dude. She had Gavin Verhey. I remember Gavin Verhey had called ahead of time that the Night Vale Spectre was going to be a standard staple. So it wasn't without its value to listen to that show to me. I fucking invested in Night Vale Spectres. I was trading for them like crazy. And then after Pro Tour Theros, I was able to fucking trade up for a considerable profit. You know, you can have badass guests and still be a shit heel, dude. And that's exactly what she is, dude. Just she has connections that I feel like she doesn't deserve, man. They do put her on a pedestal or she gets accepted. She gets friend requested. She gets invited to these tournaments, community cup and shit like that. I first found out about Erin Campbell when she was a guest on Magic the Amateuring. I played way back Ice Age and stuff like that back in the day when I was a little kid, but then I got back into it around Theros, right when my marriage just hit the shitter. I needed something to just mind-numb me. So I found MTGO and Magic, and uh, <laughs> it reignited. Remember? Remember Magic? Remember the feelings of this? How could someone think these things are bad? Yeah, fuck yeah, I love member berries. I love magic. Member Sarah Angel? Fuck yeah, lightning bolt. I remember it all. I remember when I came back to fucking magic around Innistrad and I got an M12 pack and I remember I got a Sarah Angel in it. And I was like, no fucking way. I just opened a Sarah Angel. This is such a bomb, dude. Erin <laughs> Campbell, hearing her on Magic the Amateuring, she was really funny. So I checked out the deck tease and she only had five or six episodes at the time. So I, lis I listened to her back catalog. It was pretty funny. She had some good stuff, but it, it turned pretty sour pretty quickly and she'd like read letters about fucking hateful shit and just be like all right this and that there's plenty of trans people that are out there why not pick someone else to be the role model but what if like she's actually just getting over what if she fucking figured it out i'm starting to think now we've been talking about her for the past fucking 10 minutes we're giving press to her and we don't even like her maybe she just figured it out like to have the right amount of charisma to be both loved and hated i'm feeling like i'm getting next leveled right now i'm scooping we'll just not talk about her anymore that's a sweet play so sid if you said you were going trans and became you know, trans and if I became like Sydney, 
Right, dude. <laughs> Epic. I think we would get more attention, and Magic and Hash has never done anything for attention. Wink, wink. Here's the thing. Why do I got to get the sex change operation? You know, I'm a happily married man. Um, I, I feel like if anybody should get the sex change operation, it should be John. Because then he would be able to more easily impersonate his mother and wife. God, dude. Well, you hit on all cylinders. Do you yeah. think John pulls the whole Miss Doubtfire thing? Like, just showing up dressed as a grandma? Hello! Hello! Well, no, because he's, you know, his mother is not a grandma, nor will she ever, because John's wife is actually John in drag. I mean, it is kind of like a Miss Duffer thing, but grandma would be wrong. Old Baron Spinster that wishes that she remembered what a baby's breath smelled like. That would be more like John when he's in drag. John doesn't smoke cigarettes, does he? Uh, I've never seen him smoke anything. How do you think he got that grisly voice? I think it was probably from, I don't think that's his actual voice, man. I think it's from a lot of training and he tries to impersonate Solid Snake. I think his actual voice is much more feminine and that's how he's so easily able to portray two different women. You think he's doing the Christian Bale like, I am Batman. He is, he's good. <laughs> Tell me where homage is. <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe that, Sid. You can't handle that. They always get disoriented. Now to the next segment. No, actually, one time I was, after you hung up and watched Raw or whatever, uh, I was talking with John and we did uh, clips for Price is Right. He really opened up to me and he said that he used to be an altar boy back in the day. When he was 17 years old, <coughs> the church caught on fire. And he ran in there and he saved three nuns and two other altar boys. He went back in five times, and they said his lungs and his throat were burned so badly that voice would never be the same. Are you being fucking for real right now? Because, like, that does sound like something John would do. He doesn't want to tell anybody about it, dude. He doesn't want the glory, dude. He wants to be an asshole for some reason. Yeah, I know. I know, I know, but John is like... John is really a fucking legendary cat, dude. You don't know how nice that guy is. He's fucking helped me out so many times, dude. But is that for real? Is that some shit that he told you? Dude. Because if he, if he told you that shit, it's true, dude. Like, Dude, I, th I, think, I think he was coming at me from a real place, man. Dude, you can't put this on the episode, man. He's going to be so mad. No, this is fake. I'm just fucking with you. I just wanted to make it <laughs> Yo, know, I was getting, like, super excited that John's, like, such a great guy. I was going to take my three-hour car ride and just show up at his house and be like, hey, man, made some oh, money I'll, to get I'll back home. Oh, I'll cut out the part where I give up the deal. Let's leave him a good guy. What do you guys, what do you say, guys? Dude, John, John <laughs> is, John is a really nice guy, dude. <laughs> I don't know, dude. John's kind of like a sociopath because he plays at being a total fucking edgelord, which he's really good at, but when you actually get to know the guy, he's like a really nice dude, and he would fucking give you the shirt off his back, dude. It's true. One time, he called me cocksucker, and then he said dude afterwards, and I feel like that dude was really like, hey, you earned that cocksucker. Saw, dude. Fuck it. That's awesome. Hey, Matt Hoover, are you rocking a baby <laughs> to sleep right now? So, I just got done some fucking milk and cookies, right? So, 
totally imagine right now. Uh, Sid, you bought a science experiment and grew a, a mini Sid. So no, I didn't buy a science experiment. What what we did is we had a chimera made, and uh, I made a a chimera, a chimera, a chimera. There we go, chimera. We had a chimera made because I've got so many duggets from fucking Comic Cola, Patreon, and I just decided I'm gonna like fucking get the ultimate pet. So I got a pet that has the feet of a capybara, which is like a very large semi amphibious rodent that has the body of a guinea pig. <laughs> But it's like a giant guinea pig. The size of like a house cat. And it's got the feet of a duck. Or she has the legs of a frog. But it's like a cokey frog from Puerto Rico. But a giant cokey frog. And the ears of a normal guinea pig. So they're like really tiny ears. And the neck of a turtle, so she's able to retract and stretch it at will. It's pretty fancy, but it eats very exotic things, very expensive and time-consuming. I feel like I just ate, like, three micro dots of acid right now. Um, so it's a chimera? For, uh, I made a song for my chimera, and I will sing it for you now. She loves it when I sing it to her. Her name is Chimera. She's got the feet of a capybara. She's got the ears of a queequee and the legs of a cokey. She's got the neck of a turtle. She's daddy's favorite girl. She's got big brown chubby brown fat cheeks. She's made me so happy these past two weeks. That was awesome, dude. That was really fucking moving. That was so touching. I'm like... Don't, don't cry. We want to hear your tears fall onto the head of your dick and then you fapping with them. I sent you a video in a little bit. You're good. You're good. Have you ever used tears as lubricant? Because that's the preferred lubricant of magic and hash. Of course. Isn't that the only way to do it? There was actually a day, well, no, I actually didn't shed a tear of my divorce, but there was a, sometimes I just pull like a fucking pube hair out, you know? <laughs> it's fucking just, Cub Scout, just to dude. get the tears flowing just right, to yeah. get them flowing <laughs> always be prepared so I went to work today for a special class and I got to drink single malt scotch for the first time and I'm gonna tell you man fucking single malt scotch is where it's at the most amazing bourbon experience Check out Old Standard Organic Bourbon Whiskey from Old Town Distillery, www.oldtowndistillery.com. Well, I didn't have any American stuff today. I had the shit from Scotland. I tried out uh, the Balvini. I had a double-oaked 12-year and the Caribbean cask 14-year. And then I tried out a couple of Glen Fittich as well. I had the 14 which was great, but my favorite was the 15 years aged in bourbon barrels. I'm a bourbon drinker anyways, and I added a little splash of water to it to bring out the caramel textures of it. I also tried the Glenfiddich 18. Since it was my first time drinking scotch, that was kind of like, 
a little too much for me. Like an 18 year old scotch is so complex and it's so like loud. It's like an explosion in your mouth, man. And I just couldn't quite grasp it. Plus that was the last one that I drank. I also tried a blended scotch called monkey shoulder. It's a good mixing scotch, but not good to drink neat. I don't think that blended scotches are something you want to drink neat, but fucking single malt scotch neat. I'm down with that shit. So good. That's awesome. Hoover, what's your liquor of choice? Southern Comfort, baby. This shit's delicious. What? It's like tastes like orange liqueur and fucking... Uh, no, it's not orange. It's, <laughs> it's, it's cherry. Like, it's yeah, considered right. a bourbon, but yeah, so, it's not actually from Kentucky. It's from Louisiana. Southern Comfort basically tastes like caramel. So I mix it with Sprite sometimes, and it's like caramel sprite and it gets you drunk so it makes sprite even better dude i love fucking canadian whiskey with sprite when i was young like before drinking age we used to drink a lot of southern comfort it goes really fucking good with root beer dude southern comfort and root beer is some fucking chronic shit but in my older and wiser times like i've acquired a taste for finer things Uh, i have a fucking pet chimera and I drink fucking single malt scotch now. But yeah, Southern Comfort's dope, dude. It always had a really good cherry taste to me. I've been a fan of the cherry stuff. Like uh, Sailor Jerry's uh, rum has a very strong cherry aroma to it because it's aged in those cherry wood barrels. I've never really been a fan of cherry liquors. It, it tastes too much like cough syrup and shit like that. It's got like a medicine-y taste. It, a certain type of cherry, like a subtle cherry, but a lot of times they go heavy like a wild cherry, and I'm just like, oh, Ludens, cough drops. Ricola. Mixed in with a shot of whiskey. Southern Comfort, I drank when I was in high school, dude. I mean, that's just... Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, I haven't drank it since I was really young. That's what you drink to get teenage girls drunk, Matt. Who but guys... Was- Guys, I am young. You guys got to remember that. Which SoCo do you drink? Do you drink the white or the black label? Black? Is that shit? Oh, so yeah, you really trying to get her drunk. (laughs) (laughs) That is the hardcore shit. You know, let's fucking do Southern Comfort. Well, man, I'm going to need you naked here. Take two shots. Okay. No, not yet. Okay, two more shots, and then we just. I just don't understand how um, Southern Comfort is considered a bourbon, even though all other bourbons are from Kentucky. I don't know. It like uh, doesn't fall under anything else. In order to be classified as a Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey, it has to be made in Kentucky. Any bourbon has to just have fifty-one percent or more corn. Magic and hash. Whoo! All about whiskey. In this moonshining world, you need to know your shit. Here you go, all about whiskey. I'll probably hop to the top with the scotch. It has to come from Scotland, biatch. Three years in an oak cask, you see. Made from a mash of malted barley. Without disturbing my flow, let's move on to bourbon, hello. My caramel friend, 51% corn blend. Mixed with grain, one more stipulation. Charred oak barrels to be aged in. No time limit, it will be resting. Best in my opinion, straight bourbon. Aged for at least two years, it tastes so sweet. Oh, are those tears? Hardest to define is rye whiskey. Don't start with me, this gets me frisky. American shit, 51% rye. Canadians don't care, their rye is a lie. 
hope this helps when you're choosing your booze. And guess you listen to us, you got nothing to lose. Oh, uh, boom, slate it. Ka, 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 slate it. I feel like Colorado would be an amazing place to drink scotch because you're at that high elevation, cold weather, dry climate, just sipping a scotch by the fucking fireplace. That's living, bro. For a wide variety of organic spirits, once again, that's www.oldtowndistillery.com. In the movies, you see it's cold, but it'd be like a foot of snow on the ground. And then you'll go into work and you'll come out at lunch and it'd be like 90 degrees and there's like no snow anywhere. And you're like, what the fuck? It changes weather so fucking quickly because you're at such high altitude and overcast really changes what the fuck happens or like any like up movement, you know, cloud currents and stuff because we have the Rocky Mountains right there. So, I mean, there's a downdraft of a lot of like, I don't, I'm not like a meteorologist or some shit. Tim, all right, over to Sid for more commentary. Sid? Flowing sports today. Well, football's over, so nobody really gives a shit. (laughs) Nothing good was on wrestling. Uh, Baseball? Nope, not yet. Um... Hockey is uh, maybe getting started. Oh, basketball. Stuff's happening in basketball. Yeah, slam dunk. Back to you, Tim. And over to our comfort story with our main anchor, Matt Hooper. Matt, tell us about those kids. So I took them fishing, and we caught some damn fish. And then the little bastards didn't clean the fish. So I had to take my knife out and totally go ass to mouth, bro. Those kids are sure they're proud of their dad. Okay. Did you sew them together ass to mouth with fishing line? Maybe. Tune in to next episode of Magic and Ash to find out what household item could be fatal to you and your kids. You could be drinking it right now. You could be touching it to your lips. You could be using it to brush your hair. Who knows? Tune in. The dangers of dihydrogen monoxide episode of magic and hash do you not care about your family <laughs> that's fucking that's water bro that's... <laughs> <laughs> you drink it every day little do you know it could drown you well drink water i'll have you know i drink comic cola and there's absolutely zero water in that 99 <laughs> percent high fructose corn syrup followed by special blend of ingredients also, it's flammable for some reason, so if you were drowning in it, just light a lighter, and then, you know, boom, it'll be gone, and then you can breathe air, right? Is that how that works? That that makes it easier to ignite inside of special Comet Cola burners, available now at Head Shops Near You. Darn falutin, Comet Cola. Oh, yes. A common cola, very good. Whenever I drink a common cola, it gives me the power to roundhouse kick man's head off. I power up and go super saiyan because I gotta drink a common cola. 
Every single day, I drink common cola, and then I kick a tree a thousand times until the tree fall over. And then I drink another common cola, and then I sleep. My name's Bonkers the Clown. I do birthday parties for four-year-olds, three-year-olds, two-year-olds, and one-year-olds. You never know. I do balloon tricks. I do coin tricks. But the thing is, those kids wear me out. I drink a can of Comet Cola, and I can do a double header. Bring those kids on, my boner's ready. I mean, that's what I call my stuffed animal boner. Maru, you make a really terrible clown, bro. <laughs> Actually, this is Maro. I like to make cards, and cards like to make me. In Motherland Russia, pack opens you. <laughs> Whenever we were getting close to our deadline for Aether Revolt, I couldn't figure out what I'd want the last mechanic to be. So I drank a big ass fat can of Comic Cola, and then I came up with Revolt. And I <laughs> put in Fatal Push, and people were like, You're crazy! It's gonna make our Tomagoy so bad it gets Tron! I just think it's funny how we changed the lexicon of words. Um, we used like ether uh, from the English language and we add an A in front of it. And now it's a mythical energy thing. But what I really think is that it's cool because if you listen to Aethercast, they mash those fucking letters together. It's kind of wacky looking. What is that called anyways? Because that's like, I remember Aeon Flux having that too. Right, it's and A. It's A. Aethercast. A. Is it like the Fonz? Like, A. A. Shout out Your Magic Nash t-shirt is on the way. Is Fonz Canadian? Like, it just seems to make sense now. Whiz, pow, kabang, kamakola. I went and I gave this thing right, a motherfucking comic cola. This next koala goes and stabs me in the chest with a bomb. A goddamn koala took away my child. This is oh, fucking my ridiculous. My name is Ahmed, and I want to be able to bomb myself into the afterlife, still survive the combat, to bomb a second sight. Comet Cola will give that to me. It will keep my heart beating so that I will get those 69 virgins, however many virgins I want. It had been a long time since any food had been harvested from my village, and we were on the brink of starvation. But luckily, an air supply drop of Comet Cola came from the sky, and we were able to drink it. And then, in a rage, we destroyed the village that was 50 kilometers down the road, and we took all of their supplies, and it saved our village. Thank you, Comet Cola. Hey, hey, Jim Bob, you can't have sex with your sister and use the excuse that you just drank Comet Cola, and it got you all fucked up. Comet Cola's good shit. You go down on the Walmart over there and get in your pickup truck and you go get you some goddamn kind of cola. But you don't get me fucking your sister. I'm sister, and here's the deal. I, I had the third grade, and I once my boyfriend drank comic cola and he beat the shit out of me. So I'm actually not for comic cola. I don't know why I'm in this commercial. Comic cola. That shit's insane. The most energy-inducing, fetus-aborting, foot-fungus-eliminating, also new cherry flavor. Comet Cola. It allows you to do anal with the wife without even having a boner. Comet Cola. It made me sterile for about 20 minutes. 
Comet-Cola did not pass certification through the FDA through use in rats. But here, have it anyway. It's fucking delicious. Comet-Cola. Fill your hot tub with it, and beautiful women will appear and start lezzing out with each other. Comet-Cola. Play it, and you'll be able to beat No Man's Sky. Comet-Cola. Because you play real games, unlike No Man's Sky. Comet-Cola. Hashtag what's... No, no man, no land sky. Would you? What the fuck did you guys say? Yeah, dude, no man sky was terrible. the biggest fucking mistake that I ever made in my video game purchasing career. So, the idea of it is you're supposed to be like surviving in space, and you're doing this space exploration stuff, and everybody ends up on a different planet, and there's like fucking four quadrillion planets in the galaxy and you're just out there exploring space. It seems like the perfect stoner game, right? But no amount of pot will make that game interesting after playing it for one hour. It's literally like, Oh man, I'm going to go get a new ship so I can hold more items. Oh no, I can't hold more items. I need to get a new suit. I need to get a new ship. Oh man. I've got the most powerful ship and the most powerful suit, but somehow I still can't hold enough items. What the fuck? Well, they do that. It's a, a system in the game to help you progress. So even though you progress, they add some sort of challenge to the monetary system or this or that. Like, if you could just earn enough money to buy whatever the fuck you wanted, it would suck. If you didn't have enough money to get what you needed, that would suck. So they have this way where it's like, they give you enough what you want, but... At different points, you need different things. So it's like now I have to purchase a, a huge thing for more inventory slots. And that's like a big purchase. And it's like in the game, it's like buying a car for your family. Okay, I really have to invest into this, but I need it to progress in the game. So here's the issue. Whenever it comes to these games that look really fucking lame and get some sort of hype out of nowhere, just go on fucking Twitch. Watch a game for an hour. If you did not feel like you wasted your life and you think there could be more to life, Go ahead and play the game. Dude, every game looks shitty watching it like that. Though, the like, fuck? That game looks exactly how the fuck it played, dude. No, I but played that are... game, and I lost like three hours of my life. But usually, they're fucking dweebish douchebags on those like videos. So you, they're just like, alright, so I'm gonna walk into the corner here. And I was like, oh, well, this game looks fucking stupid. But if some guy's like, whoa, this badass corner! Like, maybe we should do some of those videos, Sid. <laughs> You know what I was thinking of doing for a YouTube channel? When I'm trying to Photoshop shit, I look up, like, uh, selection techniques or, or uh, how to make stylized t- text or whatever. And it's always, like, some boring motherfucker. And he's just like, and uh, you drag the cursor over here and you click on the, the, the button. You want to right-click here and do uh, add selection. You know, and uh, I want to be like, yo, my name's Three Blunts. Here's how to fucking select like a boss. Yo, in Photoshop, you go, you click this fucking hotbox button. You click on this, you drag it over here, and you like, you puff that shit down. You right click here, you do that shit three blunts later. Yo, crack out! And that'd be like a funny, like it'd be informational, but it would be like magic and hashed. I feel like we probably wouldn't be able to teach anybody anything because. Eventually, we would start talking about Comet Cola or fucking Adolf Hitler or something, and people would just be like, what the fuck? I'm just going to go look up the nerdy guy that's all boring and shit now so I can learn how to do this. 
it would make the video better. What I'm going to do is just find a video and basically just copy that information into a funny way, right? So he's like, go over and click this right here button. I'm be like, yo, you go over here and go, blah, blah, on this button, right? So that's the issue. You don't play good games like Overwatch. Overwatch is just hype as fuck, even if there's no sound, bro. What is you. Overwatch like? Is Overwatch better than Doom? Because to me, Doom was the best game I played in 2016. Yes, I actually played Doom, and it's better than Doom. But it's like a team-based objective game. So, I mean, you gotta have decent players on your team to do good. Or you could just go around fucking people up or trolling. Like, Can you play it offline, though? Because sometimes I don't like playing games like that online because there's, like, so much fucking racism and just hatefulness that I'm not down with. Nah, it's strictly online, but it's funny shit. I mean, you could just literally turn off everybody's sound from their mics and just troll. Sometimes I'm playing a game offline and I wish there was more racism. That's usually the case when I play. So what? what's some other funny YouTube videos we can make? Like, uh, here's Sid's version of Hammer and a Nail and be like, first, you grab a hammer. Next, you go to www.patreon.magicandhash and you donate a dollar a month. Then, boom, you pound that nail. Yeah, tight. <laughs> Yeah. That'd be a sweet video. I'll put like fucking. I think that's so awesome. We're getting clickbait nuggets. Like, Matt, how fucked up is it that Ryan wouldn't let us do like a fucking Patreon? We could have made so much money off of that show. Dude, that that show would have made a literal fuck ton. Like, a literal fuck ton. But, you know, I'm sure it is what it is, man. Like, you can't, man. If you lost the passion for it or whatever, you know? Like, pass the torch. Well, it's not even that. He was just like, we'll never fucking have a sponsor. Do oh, yeah, his fucking, his fucking Bernie Sanders bullshit, right? Like, all fucking hippie and, oh, we're never going to do anything for money or because that will change us. And we're like, yeah, because we'll have more cool shit. Like, of course that'll change us, jackass. Yeah, we'll just be, like, way better because now we have incentive to perform and overperform. By the end of the time that I was fucking recording, I was usually too busy fucking during the middle of the episode to even record it. I would literally be recording it, and I would just start getting my dick sucked, and I'd just be like, whatever, I'm gonna go on mute for, like, an hour now while I just smash. Hulk! Smash! Hey, bro, it is what it is, man. It's just like jacking off between rounds, man. You got to do it. Keep your mind fresh. You were better at the end of the episode for it, Sid. We appreciate it. I rubbed two of them out already, and I rolled a new blunt. I think I got my wife pregnant again. Like, I think she now has two babies. Fuck, dude. I should meet your wife. She sounds like a really fun lady. Yeah, bro. Fucking awesome. Have you ever accidentally gotten one of your babies pregnant? (laughs) Like, I was afraid my daughter was going to come out pregnant because, like, all the doing it we did while she was pregnant in anticipation of her not being pregnant anymore. But the doctor reached in and was like, hey, not covered in jizz. Good job. When his wife leaves for work or, like, a daily spa to recuperate after all the, the fucking madness that's happening to her, Matt walks around in those, like, rubber galoshes that, like, fucking fishermen wear. So, waist down, he's all rubber because any interaction with his kids, like, daughter comes and jumps on his lap that is a fucking biohazard dude that's fucking terrible bro his shit's airborne dude his shit is fucking it'll infect anybody around there the mailman it has to be a man because the last three male ladies they had there immaculate conception man is fucking crazy 
Matt, would you consider yourself a dependopotamus? I would say so, sir. I want to be a dependopotamus, man. I want to get Tinder ducats. Is that possible? Can I get ducats from, from Tinder? I mean, if by ducats you mean probably, like, bro, sores on your like sores on your balls, yes. You probably already have them. Well, are there ads on Tinder? Like, after you swipe somebody, do you have to, like, watch a video? Which reminds us, I'd like to give a shout-out to our new sponsor, Hygerna. It is one of the makers of the Plan B pill. Thank you for sponsoring Magic and Hash. And we're going to give you a shout-out. I am on a campaign to distribute as much Plan B as possible to anybody who needs it. I feel like it is the wonder drug. It's the new aspirin of our day. And I feel like, hey, why not? And don't forget about the obnoxil for those men that can't fuck their women to sleep. You don't have to be the victim of paternity. You can still plan BM with an obnoxil made by the makers of Hygiena. It's fucking awesome, dude. We're getting some good sponsors, and I feel like... We're getting duggets, dude. It's, like, pretty legit. I might be able to move out of my mom's house soon, as soon as I'm done buying extravagant things. So, Matt Hoover, I've been working on that condom sponsor for Aethercast... And they want to use uh, footage of your life and home as like kind of a scared straight, as kind of like a like a car accident video, and then it's like, uh, it's like a condom. It could be a condom commercial, right? At the end, so it's be basically, like, condoms. I went fishing, and like three of my kids jumped in the water after my bait after I threw it out. So that was fun trying to get them out without trying to make them drown. Um, then I followed that up with going to a barbecue for my wife's work. And then two of my kids need some other kids in the nuts. And then my oldest one was like, hey, you want to play Rochambeau? And somebody that my wife works with, this like really, really tall guy, is like, yeah, yeah, what what do you do in that game? He goes, can I go first? I said, sure. Quack. And then the guy was down on the ground crying. Like, I thought it was funny, but apparently everybody else thought it was inappropriate. So. Are you are you training your children to fucking make all the other men around sterile from fucking nut shots so that you can monopolize the gene pool in that area? You know, the Caucasian people of the blonde-haired, blue-eyes descent were once trying to take over the world. Darian and I have been trying for almost six months, and then we had Matt and his wife over, uh, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> Kenneth's shot, and it, it worked. <laughs> we're pregnant. Sorry, guys. I think that one's mine, too. Oh, fuck. Hoover again. <sighs> Jesus Christ. Oh, my Who bad. Claims my bad, victim? bro. So is your wife still... Are you still talking to your wife, dude? What? Are you still talking to your wife, dude? You you called me pissed off the other day, saying you weren't going to talk to your wife anymore. And I was like, what the fuck is... Why, dude? You have 1,500 kids together. And you no, said... No, no, no. I was you talking about my wife's you, wife. No, she gave you crabs, dude. Yeah, That's bro, so we fucked up. Bro, I was so pissed. Like, she totally gave me crabs, and I was not expecting to get crabs from her. And no shit, dude, you're married with a thousand kids. And she was just like, "Here, I got these crabs for you." And I was like, "Oh, what the sleep? fuck, dude? <laughs> Is this for like, real?" Yeah, bro. Yeah. And I was like, "Guess I guess we'll put them in the fish tank, man." So, oh, fuck, dude, dude. Oh man, that played out totally different. <laughs> what in my the head. fuck? I eat I eat out of that fish tank, man. <laughs> my bad, bro. My bad. Just just be careful. They're actually very visible. So just watch out. Make sure there's no little things crawling on the fish. So what are they fucking hermit crabs or some shit? I thought you got like fucking genital crabs. <laughs> no, bro. 
<laughs> no, we got some fucking fiddler crabs, yo. We finally got our fish tank set up. I remember I got crabs one time, and like everybody thought it was my fault because I was vacationing up in Roanoke, and I kept hanging out with this skanky chick under the Wasina Bridge. But I swear I didn't hit it, dude. I was a virgin. All she did was let me do some fucking under the sweater action. Uh, well, it was summertime, so it was like under the tank top action, but above the bra, dude. Like I ain't even fucking touch nip. And uh, I got crabs and they were saying it was my fault, but they totally had some crack whore over at the house and we all had to take a bath in the bathtub like they didn't have a shower. So you had to fucking draw a bath and like sit in the tub when you washed yourself. And I fucking went home and we had to fucking shave our pubes and fucking use that shampoo. And the crabs, they don't just get on your junk. They get in your butt, too. It's fucked up. They totally get in your butt, dude. Especially when somebody has a hairy ass like you. They're like, oh man, I can go hang out in this jungle back here. It's just my not ass all, isn't even that place. hairy, but it's like there's a fucking hair bridge from my pubes on my balls. There's a hair bridge over my taint, and they fucking traveled over the hair bridge to my fucking butt crack hair, and they were just in there fucking biting the shit out of my fucking butthole. Dude, did they tickle your taint when they walked across? That's like the best. I don't know, dude. I didn't feel it. Damn, I'm sorry. It's a really good feeling. You guys are crazy. All right, first of all, Sid, I shaved my shit down, dude. I am crab-free for a reason. That's just one less thing I need to think of when I tinder. Plus, most of the STDs that I can get, um, you know, like gonorrhea or uh, chlamydia or any of that shit, is cured with an over-the-counter antibiotic. So I'm just taking that shit daily. And I feel like, dude, I'm just, you know, I'm just fucking going off, bro. I don't give a fuck. Dude, those antibiotics don't fucking work if you drink, though. For real, just like birth control. Fact. My shit turned purple, like, weeks ago, but I figured it was just because, like, I squeeze it all the time when I beat off. No, man, that's that's perfectly normal. It definitely was not that. Cool, dude. Zip it up. Just don't get a cotton zipper. That is... Literally the worst. Break that vein! I've never gotten my dick caught in the zipper, but I did get some of my sack flesh caught in the zipper one time, and that shit was excruciating, man. Absolutely. So Walmart, $28.99, you can get antibiotics over the counter. So look into that, ladies and germs. Uh, You know, saves you a doctor's visit. You can get fish antibiotics, fucking fish mocks, and take that. That shit's only 16 bucks. It fixes everything except for clusters of sores coming out of the tip of your dick. That shit means you're infested, herpes. <laughs> That's fucking gross, dude. What I hate is when you're masturbating to like one of those compilation videos where it's like, come shot, girls having sex or whatever, and then they throw like a, a guy like sucking another guy's dick or some shit like in the compilation video. Like it's just like super <laughs> sex compilation. And you're like about to nut and that shit happens and like you, you nut and you're like... I'm, do I feel gay somewhat? But it's like, I, in my mind, it wasn't gay, but it was like, that's fucked up. They threw that in there. I visit normal sites, like slip random gay porn in compilation video.com. Um, I feel like that's normal. Sid, I've just been tricked so many times, dude. I, I'm just so gullible. It's because you got a big heart, bro. Like guys like you are always going to get suckered because you just fucking love so hard. You can't help it. I know. I'm just never looking at their neck. You know, I'm looking at their you're face. Not, you're not. Because I'm. You're I'm, looking I'm, in their eyes. You're looking in their eyes because you're a romantic motherfucker. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing 
doing the right thing, Sid. So, Matt, where can we find you, bro? I'm Matt Hoover. Oops, I trolled on Twitter and Matt Hoover on Facebook. Hit up Magic and Hash, because that's way cooler than Aethercast. Well, fuck, I'm on Aethercast, too. Eh, listen to them both. Fucking see ya. Hey, Sid, where can we find you? Hey, bro, fucking find my ass over on the Twitter, at the Sid Meister. I'll be tweeting about wrestling, fucking WWE Supercard. Um, hit me up, Sid Swami, on fucking WWE Supercard. MTGO, Sid Meister 78. I forgot my handle there for a minute. Um, John, where can we find you, bro? <laughs> fucking chair. Uh I know we offended somebody this episode. In fact, I'm guaranteeing we offended somebody this episode. Visit SidsHateMail at gmail.com, please. That shit is laid dormant. It's only used for porn uh, website registration and WWE Supercards promotions. <laughs> Killing me, Sid. Visit www.patreon.com backslash magic and hash so we can get Sid a new lung. Because this fucking guy is dying over here, and it's killing me. Dude, don't feel bad for me. I'm so fucking zooted right now. Also, if you're a funny jokester or a piece of shit like we know you are, write a funny fucking hate mail, and we'll read it on the air. We need that shit. We just fucking talked about Hitler and even worse, Aaron Campbell, for like fucking 30 minutes this episode. So if you want a return of good content, get off your ass and help some motherfuckers out. And send us a funny letter to read on here. Holy shit. Since hey, Mel just binged. From Aaron C. She said... Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> Down with magic and hash. Also, fuck Sid Swami. God damn it. That was quick. She is on it. Hit me up. Magic and hash at gmail.com. Magic underscore Timmy on Twitter. Tim Kempter on Facebook. We'll get you added to our Facebook group. Hit me, share, or Sid Swami up, and we'll get you added in. I want to give a shout-out to all our Patreon members. Thanks for your support. And we have one new Patreon member, Dash Schaffner. He's a badass. He's a longshore fisherman, and they play magic cards at night. So he's badass at modern, and he's really good with fish, apparently. Ladies, if you live in California, swing down the South Bay area, the best standard in the area is Collector's Legion. It's in Gardena, and hit up Dash there, and he will let you smell his fingers. You can hit up Collector's Legion on Facebook if you live in the area for upcoming events. Collectorslegion.com if you live somewhere else if you want to buy or sell. The link will be in the show notes. That was about long enough of an intro. Welcome to Heavy Meta. Thanks for getting blitzed with us. Peace out.
like a feeling, yeah. 